How y'all doing, everybody? This is Ray of RebelEars.com with another episode of the Rebel Ears Podcast, the first episode of 2024. I want to tell everybody, thank you for listening to any audio platform you're listening on or watching this on YouTube. Let's go ahead and start off with our three topics of this episode. Number one, embracing the power of listening. Two, mastering your craft. And three, building a strong network. Now, these are the things that any artist needs, musician, producer, even a client. You're trying to sell something. These are the things that's going to impact your business. We'll start off with embracing the power of listening. It's the foundation of great audio engineering, but also you can use it as a musician or as a producer. The first one you want to do is attune your ears to nuances. Develop the ability to discern subtle variations in sounds. So you want to make sure you're doing ear training if you look online there's a lot of different ear trainings where they test different frequencies different hertz you know you have your low low ends your mids your highs let's say you listen to someone with a very like bassy voice boxy low muddy you don't really know how to tell the difference from something that is boxy and the more you understand like okay i can hear presence i can hear clarity you can hear different tonal qualities because you actually did ear training. There's a lot of different websites you can actually go and test it out. You can do ear training. One that I would recommend is Tone Gym. So Tone Gyms, they deal with ear training, core progression. They even have different things when you visit the website that I would recommend for you to, if you're trying to improve your tonal quality of what you're listening to. You want to train your ears to identify different tones, textures, and sonic details. So that would be something you probably want to, you know, try out. Number two practice active listening actively engaging with your audio you're working on but also paying attention to the different dynamics and evil spatial elements of the sound when i'm working in a session you want to pay attention to what's going on in the session you might have artists different clients different producer whoever might be in the session you want to make sure you get everybody's opinion on it that matters because of course you can have a closed session where they bring a lot of their friends and then you want to make sure the artist and the person who's paying for it if it's the client or the executive producer you want to make sure that they like exactly what they're hearing so you want to practice active listening by okay let me try this let me see if they like this let me turn this down let me compress this a different way let me use this reverb or dynamics you know there's a lot of different things you can do and you can get the opinion on like i said if the client is paid for the session or if you're working with an artist you want to make sure that you are listening but also taking in on what they do like or don't like because in the end you are getting paid for your taste think of that you're getting paid for your taste number three appreciate the power of silence don't let that go over your head understand that silence is a crucial element in audio composition sometimes you want to when the beat drops you have that silence the breakdown like if you go into, okay, this is just me when I used to build stages in 2016, 2017. I remember I was in the Fire Five Festival in I think, hmm, I think it was Detroit. I'm trying to remember exactly where it was, but I remember um, Marshmello was performing and they had these um, glow sticks. It was when the beat drops, when it just turns silence everybody would throw their glow sticks in the air and it would just 
like a rainbow in the sky. It was crazy. It was one of those moments that, you know, you got to appreciate the power of silence because you never know. When the beat drops, there might be something that transition that your audience or your fans might engage with. So basically, you want to recognize when to let moments of quiet enhance the overall impact of the audio. If you got to take that one line out to make that one word just to come out different, try it out because you might be surprised at what comes out. Number four, use quality equipment. Invest in high quality headphones or speakers to ensure accurate audio representation. With me, I got a pair of Audio Technicas, I got a pair of Sennheiser headphones, I got a Neumann TLM 102, I got some Mackie's speakers, I got, I'm trying to remember the other brands that I have. I know YL, he got some CLA 10s. I'm trying to remember, it's been a minute since we um, discussed our equipment, but you don't just want to get something from Five Below or the dollar store, you know, those cheap. Well, one thing I will say, you do want to test out different qualities from your phone or in the car or on laptops because majority of people listen to music on their phones and you never know what kind of headphones they have. They might have AirPods, they might have Beats by Dre, they might have... Audio Technica, but you want to transition from the different quality that different earbuds or headphones have. You want to make sure you get quality equipment to get the best sound. And having reliable equipment helps you to make informed decisions during the mixing and mastering process. So make sure to invest in the equipment that you do want. And number five, constantly refining your listening skills. Treat your ability to listen critically as an ongoing practice. Basically, you want to regularly expose yourself to diverse genres and styles to broaden your auditory palette. You never want to just limit yourself with one genre. Test it out. You might like something new. So each of those points emphasizes the importance of listening as a foundational skill of audio engineering. Now, we're going to go through these five quick tips on how to master your own craft. So number one, commit to lifelong learning. Always be curious and open to new knowledge. Embrace the mindset that there's always more to learn in your craft. Never limit yourself and never feel like, okay, I think this is it. I don't really need to learn anything else. Seek out new techniques, technologies, and trends to stay ahead. Always do research. You can use ChatGPT. You can use Google, Bing, whatever you use. Never stop learning. Actively seek out educational resources and opportunities. I like to check out different seminars, different conferences, different convention center that deals with my niche that I actually have an interest in. If there's something of an interest in you, actively seek it out. Never limit yourself like I said earlier. Number two, set clear goals for improvement. Define what your mastery means to you. Write it down, get a notepad, type it on your phone, see exactly where you want to put yourself in. Define specific achievable goals that contributes to your mastery. Define specific achievable goals to contribute to your mastery. Make sure you pinpoint exactly where you want to go. You want to actually break down your journey into milestones so you know exactly, okay, I was here two weeks ago I'm actually where I need to be so I'm ahead you want to make sure you stay ahead with where you want to go maybe breaking down larger goals into smaller manageable tasks for steady progress if you feel like okay it's getting a little overwhelming see exactly what you could do with it number three embrace constructive feedback seek feedback as a valuable tool for refinement 
Be open to constructive criticism and never let it change your mindset of where you're trying to go. See feedback as a valuable tool for growth, not as criticism. Actively seek inputs from peers, mentors, and industry experts to refine your skills. Always look for somebody who's in your category, basically. Act on feedback to address specific areas for improvements, and you'll see exactly what you need to work on so you can get to where you want to get to. Number four, practice, practice, practice. Focus on targeted practice that challenge your current skills levels. Work on identify weaknesses to enhance overall proficiency and identify set skills to own during practice sessions. You want to make sure you take the time to, okay, this is what I need to do to improve. I know exactly what I need to practice on. I'm good at this area. You know your strength. I need to work on that. You know your weakness. You need to break that down so when you actually finish practicing, you're ready for the game. And number five, stay up to date on changing landscapes. Keep an eye on industry trends and advancements. You want to make sure you're staying ahead of the curve. Don't limit yourself on what you learned last year. Keep learning. Keep staying ahead. You'll get to exactly what you want to get to. Keep up to date on industry development and changes. Adapt your skills by evolving trends and technologies within your craft. And be proactive in adapting your skills to meet emerging demands. So it's all about supply and demand. If you know exactly what you're going to supply the demographic, there's going to be a demand for it. And if there's not a demand, you might need to switch a game plan and see where you can get to. So let's go ahead and take a quick break to promote our free Pro Tools mixing template. Are you tired of session setup headaches? Introducing our free Pro Tools Stop Mix template. Download now at rebelears.com and transform your mix game. Say goodbye to setup stress and say hello to professional mixing. With everything laid out from the verse, hook, ad-libs, all the way down to the subs. With everything color-coded and organized, you can go ahead and open it up and start your mixing session. Let's get back to our episode. The last one, build a strong network. You want to surround yourself with positive and like-minded individuals. So these are the five that we're going to go through. Number one, seek positive and like-minded individuals. You want to surround yourself with people who share your values and goals. Choose individuals who will uplift and inspire you. Make sure there's somebody who is in your category. They don't even have to be in your niche. It could be someone who just puts you on a positive path. Because positivity breeds a supportive environment for personal and professional growth. Share values create a foundation of lasting connections. And share values create a foundation of lasting connection. You never know. The person you was talking to two years ago might come back to you and like, oh, he was someone who was on my team back then and he was a positive influence in my life. Let me let him know exactly what we got going on. So you never want to burn bridges. So no matter what, you always want to leave on a positive note. Number two, nurture authentic relationships. Building connections based on genuine interest and mutual respect. You want to prioritize quality over quantity in your connections. You can know all these people, but all these people might know you as somebody like, oh, he just talked too much. He act like he knows everything. No, he's someone who actually uplifts me. Every time we have a conversation, I get something out of it. I get a gem. You want someone who can help you on the path to grow. You don't just want someone on the path to just, like, why are you here? Make sure you have quality in your connection. And you want an authentic relationship formed from a solid foundation for a solid network. If you have a solid foundation, it's easy for you to grow. 
if you just have relationship from people who are not structured, it's going to fall down. Believe me. I know. And you want to be sincere in your interaction, fostering trust and understanding. You want to make sure you put your best foot forward, and your best foot forward is honesty. That's it. Number three, diversify your network. Connect with individuals from diverse backgrounds and industries. If you are an audio engineer, you might need to hook up with different producers or PR, public relations, different studio owners, studio managers, maybe different musicians. Maybe you need to meet a drummer on Monday, a guitarist on Tuesday, someone who plays piano on Wednesday, but that's something that you probably want to diversify. Explore connections beyond your immediate field. Diverse network open doors to a broader range of opportunities that you never knew exist. You want to try it out. Number four, be a valuable contributor. You want to offer your skills, insight, and support to others in your network. You want to make sure that the skills that you offer or support that you offer is something of either equal or higher value. Because when they see like, oh, he's doing all this for me, maybe I need to return the favor. And that's the best way to do it. Share your expertise and resource with others that you want to grow with. You just don't want to do it with anybody and everybody because the world is too big to just help everybody. Unless you have a marketing strategy as and you have a system in place. But if you want to start from the ground up, you want to have a circle of individuals that you can grow with. And being supportive enhances the overall strength of your network. Actively contribute to the success of those around you will help you to be successful in the end. And number five, stay engaged and consistent. You want to check in with your network on a regular to maintain connections. Sometimes you just need to hit them with a text message saying, hey, how you been? What's been going on with you? What's new? Let me know what's the update. You want to make sure that you stay connected with those that you want to grow with, but also you want to make sure they stay connected with you. You can't just do all the work and they don't do nothing. Build that relationship and build it to the point that they're engaged and it's consistent. With this, it helps build reliability and trust within your network and consistency in communication helps to solidify relationship over time. So those were the three things we discussed today on the Rebel Ears podcast, embracing the power of listening, mastering your craft, and building a strong network. Anytime you're trying to figure out exactly what I need to do to broaden my field or to diversify the network that I have, hopefully that can help you out. So I just want to tell everybody, thank you for listening to the Rebel Ears podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. If you like this video, go ahead and like it. If you like the podcast, go ahead and like the audio. And you never know, leave a comment. Your next comment might be our next episode. So from everybody at Rebel Ears, just want to tell everybody, thank you for listening and watching. Keep tuning in.